You're about to listen to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss and sometimes even solve some interesting HR problems. And I'm going to go off the rails sometimes and talk about whatever I want. Hey, Paul. Hey, Allie. How you doing? I'm good. Kind of worried because you've got that look in your eye like you're going to ask me a question I can't answer. I think you'll have plenty to say on this one. Um, So today I wanted to chat a little bit about this article that we saw recently. Um, One of our great HR base camp members actually posted it in the group and it uh, created a lot of discussion and it was something that we touched on briefly and we found pretty interesting and wanted to kind of share with people how important training is in this particular situation. Okay. So the article I'm talking about is um, the employee from the medical laboratory who told his manager that he did not want to have a birthday party because it would cause a panic attack um, and trigger his anxiety disorder. And birthday party meaning just, you know, the lunchtime gathering that Mm -hmm. managers sometimes put in place for their employees. And this employee told this manager that, lo and behold, shows up on his birthday. There's a party going on in the lunchroom. Wow. As he said, triggers his anxiety. He spends the whole lunch break in his car. Next day, he gets called into the office. Uh, Manager talks to him about his reaction the day before and sends him home for a couple of days. Over the weekend, he gets a text that he's being let go because of his behavior from the past week. And as you can imagine, the employee is upset. Long story short, he ends up suing this company and he wins 450K. Plus his his legal fees. Right. So for disability discrimination and retaliation. And so I thought this was just a really interesting topic because, man, it was avoidable, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one was avoidable. Yeah. You know, the first thing that I I just, a little bit off topic, but I love that our members in HR Base Camp are posting stuff like this. Like totally. so the people who are part of that, that, that whole group and who we're answering questions for and all those mm-hmm. managers and owners and stuff are in there and they post things like this every now and then and mm-hmm. they start talking about it. I think it's invaluable because I don't know that we would have even noticed this, this article that went by. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They know, they know what keeps us HR nerds they know, uh, engaged. engaged. Yeah, exactly. They know what we're looking for. Um, and so with you, I kind of just wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, where did this go wrong? What was the manager's mistake and and what laws were missed here and training was missed that could have avoided this whole situation? I'm going to take I'm going to guess that this HR manager had no formal no no real training. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess that uh, do you remember if it was a female, male or female? It doesn't matter. You know, I don't remember okay. actually. I'm going to guess that this person um I'm going to guess that this person doesn't have any uh, formal training, that they're in a company that is growing. I'm also going to guess that she was thinking, this is ridiculous. Everybody loves a birthday party. I love a birthday party. And she's always looking for ways to kind of team build. And so we do it here. You know, we do the, uh, we do the, you know, the cupcake or the cake or whatever it is. And, and uh, we all come together and it's actually kind of nice because we all get so busy in our businesses that um, we sometimes fail to just stop and see one another and hang out mm-hmm. and, and, and talk um, as a group. And, and um, so I'm just going to think she, she just didn't understand um, what her role was as an HR person and that there are all kinds of laws that protect employees 
that HR managers have to have at least minimal training on. And if they don't have the training, that's okay. But they need someone like us who does have the training where they can reach out and say, you know, I, I see this red flag. But I don't think she saw it as a red flag at all. I also am concerned that she had the autonomy to be able to send that employee home for this. And then she had the autonomy to make the decision to fire the employee. Um, or she made that decision without, um, maybe they made this decision. In other words, she went to her boss and they made the decision without consulting an HR expert. I mean, you didn't need an attorney here. No, nobody needed an attorney. I mean, everyone's like, call a lawyer. And that's not the case here. Just call someone who understands the HR at the most basic level and, and get a little bit of help. I mean, I mean, the worst HR that we see out there comes from payroll companies. I think your payroll company could have gotten, <laughs> the payroll company could have gotten this they one right. They could have even figured like, this one might, out. Yeah, they might have been like, well, I don't know what the problem is, but I know there's a problem maybe you should speak to a, a lawyer or, or someone else. So, wow. And so what, from an HR perspective, what should have that manager's first step should have been like, how could they have avoided this? She should have had the basic training to understand that that was a, uh, a request under the ADA mm-hmm. under the Americans with disabilities act. You know, it was, it was a very, um, I mean, it's not cut and dry, but it's pretty, it's an easy red flag to see. She should have had some education around that. Yeah. And I think, uh, with medical accommodations, a lot of the time we see, employers who say, well, my employee is requesting this. It's just going to be really hard to handle for the business. Yeah. This situation, you good know, this didn't really, this is a really impact the work this whatsoever. Is do, this is a do nothing solution, right? Yeah, this is a exactly. cost that, I mean, they would have saved the cost of cupcakes. Um, and um, I, yeah, I'm surprised that it went to court. So that's the other thing here. I'm really stunned that, this business chose to fight this because, um, and I say this all the time, part of the part of the cost of litigation or of getting something wrong here is higher than whatever is, is it goes far beyond the amount of money that might be awarded in, in court. It it's about all of the depositions and and all the work that goes into defending yourself in a lawsuit, which can be considerable. And then there's your own expenses. And then if you lose, you have to pay their expenses. Um, so I'm really surprised they fought it. And I'm surprised that they found, no, I'm not. I was about to say, I'm surprised they found a lawyer who would fight the fight for them. You know, because I think most, most attorneys I that I come into contact with, certainly the ones that work here, would be saying, look, this is, you need to settle. You, you're screwed up here. Right. This is like something you need to settle and, and get out of the way. Um, and I think this went to trial and I think maybe unfortunately ended up in front of a jury. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, these are things that, you know, typically you want to, you want to avoid, but I mean, that's the role we play. If we had, I, okay, so we'll, we'll toot our own little horn. If we had gotten that call, it would have been really clear that we would have said, look, you can't, you need to not do the birthday party. Um, And if they had called us afterwards and said, Mm -hmm. well, he told me and we would have talked about it and that would have come out. And so now I'm, I'm, I've sent him home. Um, At that point, we would have been like, you did what? And we would have uh, guided you towards communicating in a way saying, look, you know, after careful consideration here and looking further at this. We want to get you back in here. Please, we'll see you on Monday. We're going to pay you for the days that you were off. 
and and you know do everything we could to re- remove the damages there maybe even issue a little apology you know from the, from the HR director just you know I'm sorry I wasn't wasn't I wasn't thinking and considering it now that I've had time I I see you know what your request was and I think that we probably also would have guided them to understand the need for medical accommodation yeah. so that in the future if they have anything like this um uh they would know the importance of taking that request into consideration and yep. being able to go through the process and see what is this employee asking of me? Is it reasonable? Mm-hmm. Um, All and of those things. what can I avoid from if I, you know, if I decide not to accommodate? Yeah. 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 This would have been easy. This would have been a do, don't, don't do that. And if you did do it, correct it. And then, and lastly, no, don't fire them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't, don't terminate over this. Absolutely. Yeah. And Ooh. I think, I think something that maybe people listening will be wondering is if they are in this situation, this, you know, we get these questions every other day. It happens Mm -hmm. all the time. They are in this situation and their employee is asking for something that they actually can't accommodate Mm -hmm. that does impact their day-to-day work. What are their options there? Well, that goes to a different conversation and it's the interactive process. So you just, you enter into this thing, this you know, this thing called the interactive process, which is recognized in something that um, the EEOC expects you to enter into um, so that you can show your process for determining that you can't make the accommodation. So, you know, an accommodation that no one can make is I have an illness. I don't know when I'm going to be here and when I'm not going to be here. And I'm going to be calling out like the day of and you can't count on me. And Mm -hmm. some days I'll work the whole week, all the hours and other other weeks I'll work. Who knows? I may only work a few. That's an accommodation request that you don't have to to meet. Mm -hmm. The accommodation request can come in other ways like, um, you know, buying equipment or repositioning or having someone. Um, you know, uh, stand on a different side of, of, of a chair uh, because they're, you know, providing uh, support to maybe a clinical provider or something like that, and they can't stand on the left. they got to be on the right. And, I mean, there's just all kinds of accommodations that can come down. And most of the time you can do it. But you, the, back to the answer to your question. We're not going to go all the way down in it. It's the interactive process right. that you go into. Yeah, I think it's impo- important for employers to recognize that this is such an individual case-by-case basis, and they do need to take each request seriously yeah, um, yeah. To, to avoid And we can guide them through it. Do you involve doctors? Mm-hmm. There's job descriptions. You, 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 it's, it's a known process and it's not so bad. It's pretty easy. You kind of put all the work on the, on the person asking for it and their doctor. Um, and then the last thing, just because I think we're going to say it, you may think that it's not tenable to give this, you know, this thing that the employee, this accommodation that the employee is asking for, but it, most of the time, you've got to figure it out. Okay, yeah. so no HR training. I believe that this was a growing company that didn't have a real HR person. Mm-hmm. And she may have had a lot of experience doing a lot of things around HR. Um, they made three mistakes. They yeah. threw the party when they were asked not to, and, and, he, and, and the employee was able to document that. They then uh, sent the employee home <laughs> in retribution for them being upset and freaking out and going get in the car and doing exactly what they said was going to happen. And then they terminated them. And I think the fourth mistake was they tried to fight it in court, but that's, that's not my call. Yeah. Okay. Hey, thanks for that. That was, inter- that was kind of an interesting post. Yeah, absolutely. Paul. Good chatting with you. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of what the hell just happened. Do Paul a favor and share this with your network. If you have an HR issue or a question you'd like us to discuss on the show, send it to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. 
For more HR advice and insights from Paul and his team of experts, you can also join the private Facebook group, HR Basecamp, or visit hrbasecamp.com. Make sure you tune in next week and remember, better workplaces make better lives.